can I be the same person when I'm making dinner, when I'm making breakfast versus when I'm actually doing the doing the more that I feel called to. That is where our power is, is when we can be the same, regardless of who we're around, regardless of what time of day it is, regardless of whether we're on camera or in front of people, can we be the same person? Can we feel the same way as far as can we feel satisfied, lit up in our element? Can we go into the kitchen knowing that we have inherent power? And it's not about exuding and expressing that in inherent power when we're on the podcast, when we're in real estate, when we are in our VP position. It's about exuding that power and feeling connected and tapped into that power in any given moment. And that was such a pivotal point for me as far as giving myself permission to be that power, regardless of the conditions around me, regardless of what's going on. Welcome to today's episode of Unleash Thyself. I am your host, Constantine Moroon, and it's my pleasure to introduce you to Chelsea Childers, a self-worth and confidence coach with a profound passion for guiding big dreamers towards their true potential. Holding a master's in psychology, Chelsea is no stranger to the complex layers of the human psyche. Her mission extends beyond coaching, as she's also the host of the Seeing Your Inner Brilliance podcast, a platform that inspires individuals to recognize their authentic selves. In our conversation today, Chelsea will shed light on her own transformative journey from feeling unfulfilled, chasing the American dream in a corporate setting, to giving herself permission to chase her own dreams. Chelsea's story is a testament to the power of self-belief. We'll explore the inner critic, the barriers that hold high achievers back, and the delicate balance of finding joy in everyday life while still striving for more. Chelsea's insights promise to resonate with anyone who's ever asked themselves, who am I or what's holding me back? Whether you're struggling to embrace your true self or seeking the courage to pursue your dreams, this episode holds the keys to unlocking the brilliance within. Prepare to be inspired, challenged, and awakened to your inner potential. Let's get started. Welcome back to Unleash Thyself. I am thrilled to welcome Charlesy Childers to the show. Charlesy, we can't wait to hear more about the experiences and insights that have led you to where you are today and your unleashed moment, the moment you knew you are on your own path to becoming the best version of yourself. Charlie, it's such a pleasure to have you with us. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Constantina. I am starting off the show with a mix of excitement and honor of being here. And then what you just said of that moment when you're unleashing yourself, I mean, that as a self-worth and confidence coach and somebody who has been along that journey of getting to the point where I unleash myself, I have chills all over. I feel like I could go into an ugly cry because of what a beautiful and powerful moment it is. So Constantine, thank you so much for creating this space and this conversation. I'm so excited. I know it's going to be so powerful and potent for so many. Thank you as well. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. So let me ask you this. Those are those unleashed moments you talked about, the one unleashed moment, how do they show up in your life? Oh, such a great question. I, I absolutely love that you just peeled the curtain back. Let's get right to the heart of it, right? That's why we are here. And for me, I have had a couple of pivotal moments 
moments in my life where I've had the opportunity to unleash myself. And the one that comes to mind to me was when I was working in corporate, I was in the middle of, at the time, I had a seven-year project management career. It was thriving. It was going in the direction that I always thought it would go in. But after having my son, which I also had a daughter, but after having my son, I just came to this place and this realization that, you know what, this is satisfaction, fulfillment, and just enjoyment for life that I thought I was going to have when I got to this point, I didn't have it. It wasn't there. In fact, the more I continued along the path of my career, and this is my story, the more I continued to show up each and every day, the harder it got. And so there was a real dichotomy and inner conflict between the life I created for myself and the life I primed myself for and the actual experience that I was having on the inside. Wow. Well, wow. thank you for sharing that. And I say wow because it resonates so well with my own story. And I know you and I chatted on your podcast, which is seeing your inner brilliance for those that want to check it out. And I'm sure we'll talk more about it later. But I resonate with everything you said. I used to be a project manager as well. I moved into other things more recently in my career. And that fulfillment that you think a beautiful career will give you, the American dream, right? Having the big house, the money that comes with having a good career. If it doesn't bring you joy and happiness, then why do it? So when you had that realization, I know you took a pretty big, bold step, but was it immediate or did you have to see with it, see with those emotions, consult with people you loved and then kind of put a plan in motion? Such a beautiful question. You are so, so great at this. So for me, I immediately internalized this inner conflict that something was wrong with me, that I could not fit in the societal box. I could not fit into the path and the box that I had laid out for myself. And so I immediately turned inward and beating myself up and getting down on myself. What is wrong with me? Why can't I just be satisfied with this beautiful and amazing life that I had? I mean, I was, you know, making the most money in my corporate career at that time. I had truly the American dream, a house, a wonderful husband, two kids on the outside, everything was beautiful on the inside. It did not reflect the shiny success on the outside. And so I I blame myself for it. I faulted myself for it. And so it wasn't a matter of seeking outside of myself to, you know, when talking to my husband, talking to my friends and my family on what I should do, it was more so how can I punish myself enough to get back in line with the path that I created for myself? Like, what do I, do I need to beat myself up? Do I need to suck it up? Do I need, what do I need to do in suppressing myself in order to fit inside of the box? And so that was the first step for me. Wow. Okay. Amazing stuff. Thank you for sharing that and being so open and vulnerable because that's not an easy story to tell, I can imagine. Now maybe more easier than before, but I resonate again 100% with you because you do question yourself in those times and like, I have everything that people would want. I mean, billions of people would kill to have what I have. Why can't I be happy? Why do I want more? Why do I want to be doing something else? And I would imagine 
you know, we are we were complete strangers before we met a couple of months ago. We had the same feelings. We had different career trajectories. We had different backgrounds. We grew up in different places, different parents, different societies, and yet we struggle with the same things. Which means that many people in the audience likely can resonate. So after you realize you're beating yourself up, or actually let's say before you realize you're beating yourself up, what did you do next, or what would you advise your younger self in that scenario, or someone in the audience that's at the stage where they are beating themselves up and say, hey? get back on the horse and get back in line and do what society tells you, not what you want in your heart. So what I know now that I didn't realize then is that desires are a good thing. Growing and evolving and wanting more is a good thing. I work with a lot of high achievers and big dreamers. And this is something that can trip us up is that, and this is where I was, that from the time I was growing up, I had this pedestal of a corporate career, the American dream in a nutshell. And I had it, you know, placed on a shelf of, oh, once I get there, oh my gosh, things are just going to be so beautiful. The sun is going to be shining every day in my life. And then once I actually got there and I wasn't satisfied, I had this feeling of what's wrong with me. I thought the sun was going to be shining every day, so to speak. However, if I could go back and tell my younger self, your desires and your your call for more and the nudges on your heart to do something greater and to have more success and make more of an impact that you than you originally thought for yourself, that is a good thing. That is a good thing. So allow yourself to evolve, allow yourself to grow and expand into the person and in the the mission or the legacy that you're feeling called to go through. Allow yourself to go there because it's truly this beautiful becoming, you know, so often in the people I work with, and I see it in my story that it's like, I have to be there and I have to stay there. But a lot of times, so many of us are attuned to the fact that, okay, now I've arrived there and now I've gotten it. So now what's next? What is the next level? Who can I grow into and expand to? And so it's more of a question of, can I allow myself to go there? Or am I suppressing myself to stay within the logical, you know, maybe conditioned path that I created for myself? What a powerful message there. Thank you for sharing that. And it gives me chills as well as you say that, because again, it resonates 100%, but also such powerful reminders for those that are in those spots right now, or even along the the path. And let me ask you this, when you're talking about the vision and dreaming big, and it's okay for us to do so, and I agree with that 100%, what are some of the challenges you faced when you gave yourself permission or you thought about giving yourself permission to have bigger dreams and essentially go against the grain, go against those limiting beliefs or the beliefs you had for yourself? Yeah, such a great question. So once I got to the place of the turning point where I gave myself permission to dream, I gave myself you know, permission to go against the grain. It was more a matter of being tuned to that inner voice and trusting myself and knowing that that is the direction that I am called to and allowing other people to be where they are because not everybody is, we're all on our own journey. And so allowing them to have their journey, allowing them to maybe stay in their careers or maintain the corporate or the 
American dream. And just because they may not want the same things I want doesn't mean that I'm not called to it. It doesn't mean that I'm not on the right track to it. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean about me. It's really none of my business. It is none of my business. And so getting to that point of solidity within myself was, I guess, the next step, if you will. Once I gave myself permission, it was, okay, I need to fine tune my solidity. I need to lean into this and strengthen this inner resolve and this inner knowing within myself so that I can go forth unapologetically, regardless of conditions, regardless of who's supporting me, regardless of what's behind me, regardless of the timeline, regardless, 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 just that momentum, that force that, you know, this is it. Incredible insight there. Thank you. Again, one thing that I really want to go back on that's so important I realize now more than ever is this idea that, at least in my case, I was seeking permission externally, always. Like, I want to make a big step. I want to do something for myself. It's almost like I I had to get validation from others in my life, partner, parents, society, coworkers, whatever. And what I realized more recently in my life is that the only person you have to ask permission to is yourself. Give yourself permission to go for it, right? And that's exactly what you're saying. You gave yourself permission. It's almost like it sounds like you never look back after that point. You're like, okay. I can do this. I'm giving myself permission. I'm going for it. You are so right. You hit the nail on the head. You dropped the mic with that, Constantine. And it's so, I do want to say that from my experience, both per- personally and professionally, it's common. It's a common tendency for us to look to the external, whether it be validation, praise, approval, recognition, for we look to the external for proof, permission, and, and that validation. And so your tendency to do that, you know, my tendency, to do that is is natural it's normal it's by default and is correlated with our hardwiring as human beings and from my perspective this beautiful part of this beautiful experience is being more connected to that internal validation that internal knowing so that we can set ourselves free from the natural hardwiring of of our mind because let's be honest our mind isn't the supportive resource available to us in the way that it's naturally given to us. Hey, it's Constantine here, and I want to take a brief moment to truly thank you for being a part of this incredible journey of transformation. You are the reason we are creating this content. I see you and I appreciate you. Your support truly means the world to me. I want to ask you for a small favor. I'd love for you to join our mission by hitting like, subscribe, or leaving a thoughtful comment or review. Your engagement helps others discover these insights, and together we can continue to unlock the power of authenticity and personal transformation. And if you want to reach out directly to me, send me an email at constantine at unleashedthyself.com. I value any and all feedback. Thank you for being a part of this movement. Now, back to the episode. Exactly, because our mind wants to protect us and change is not conducive to being safe, right? So, of course, it's not going to help us all the time, but we can make it work together. And this ties into a question that I saw on your profile, and it's a question that I was asking myself when I finally gave myself permission to follow my heart, to do what brings me joy in life, and to do more of that, to, to give myself permission to make choices that are for me and not anyone else. And that question is, who do I think I am to accomplish this? Let's talk a bit more about it, because, again, it's a question you were asking yourself, I was asking myself, I've talked to many other people, 
both in my professional life and my personal life and anything in between. And this comes up a lot. It's kind of like that imposter syndrome, but it's even before the even kicks in. It's like, before you even start, it's like, why should I be doing this? Like, who am I to have a podcast? Who am I to drop this American dream and go chase my own human dream? Here we go with the tears again, Constantine. I just have so much love and empathy for the 30-year-old version of myself who seven years ago was really bogged down and in that space of who am I to do anything else? And in my case, in brackets, it was who am I to step outside of my corporate career? I've never been good at anything else. So why would I be good at anything else but this? So who am I? Who am I? And so I can very much relate to what you're talking about. And for me, when it comes to that, it it goes back to that inner solidity of really getting to know who are you and seeing, you know, my podcast isn't called seeing your inner brilliance just because it's truly seeing your inner brilliance, truly getting to that complete unwavering belief in yourself and what you bring to the table, not necessarily in your case, like starting a podcast or in my client's case, you know, that clients who are an up and coming fashion designer or working in real estate, not not so much in a career aspect, but just who am I? Who am I when I walk into the room? Am I when I'm around my family? Who am I when I wake up in the morning by myself and really getting to know that person? And it's in those quiet moments and those everyday moments that are really the most powerful because you're, oh my gosh, I could go in so many directions with this that, you know, the conversation you're having with yourself, the things that you're saying to yourself, if you don't believe that you're someone of significance, importance and value of worthiness, then you're likely going to be calling yourself an idiot throughout your day. You're likely going to be really down and critical on yourself. And so really getting to that place of if you're asking yourself, who am I? That is a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to get to know who you are and gain that deep clarity and confidence of of who you are so that you can build the belief and go outside and go into the world and bless this world in the amazing ways that you feel called. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And I agree with you 100% that, I mean, that's exactly how it started for me questioning who I am. But from a point of view of, I know I'm meant for more. I know I want to do more. I feel it in my heart, but I don't really know who I am because the real me, and I'm still looking for all the layers of the real me. I'm just uncovering them. But the real me is under all the indoctrination and under all the societal conditioning of our lives, right? And that's no different for anyone else listening and living this life today. Because we, the way I see it, we come to this planet, we have information, but then we forget it. So then we can have an experience and, and get to relearn it all and then eventually remember. But what's happening, not because anyone has an ill intent, family, society, whatever, is going to condition us. It's going to indoctrinate us in whatever they believe in because that's all they know. That's all what they grew up with. So it's up to us to start challenging that. And I love what you said there. Again, it's again, going back to permission, giving yourself permission to really ask the tough questions, but then allow those answers to come up because sometimes they may feel uncomfortable. I'm not sure how it was for you, but for me, I know that when I started asking those questions, yes, it was tough. Some things I didn't want to hear, but at the same time, it was like I couldn't put a genie back in the bottle. It was coming up. 
and I would have to ask the question harder the next time. And it was coming up and it was like so beautiful to see. And again, it's still it's still going today. Oh my goodness. I'm really loving this conversation and just this fluidity and alignment between us. And something I want to elaborate and I felt called and compelled to insert this here is that, you know, whether we're starting a podcast, whether we're wanting to start a business, whatever the more that we feel called to is, we can start thinking of that more as as something on a pedestal, as this great thing that we have to rise as people in order to do these things. Really, the powerful question was when I started asking myself, can I be the same person when I'm making dinner, when I'm making breakfast versus when I'm actually doing the doing the more that I feel called to? That is where our power is, is when we can be the same, regardless of who we're around, regardless of what time of day it is, regardless of whether we're on camera or in front of people. Can we be the same person? Can we feel the same way as far as can we feel satisfied, lit up, in our element? Can we go go into the kitchen knowing that we have inherent power? And it's not about exuding and expressing that inherent power when we're on the podcast, when we're in real estate, when we are in our VP position. It's about exuding that power and feeling connected and tapped into that power in any given moment. And that was such a pivotal point for me as far as giving myself permission to be that power, regardless of the conditions around me, regardless of what's going on. And one more thing I would love to add in there is that that came from a really hard question that my husband asked, actually. I was at this point, fast forward, I'd quit my corporate career. I was at home. I became an entrepreneur. I started doing Facebook Lives. And when I got on camera, I, I was lit up. I was excited, not to the yeah. degree that I am now, right? Because it was much more of a place. I would walk around my kitchen for like an hour talking myself into getting on camera. And then once I hit the record button, I would just magically transform into this positive bubbly person, right? And he came to me and he was like, you seem so different on camera than who you are in real life. And ouch, that's done, you know, but thankfully my husband and I have the type of relationship where we can ask each other those hard questions and we can challenge each other in that way. And so that really prompted this self-exploration within myself of why do I feel like I need to walk around my kitchen for an hour before I press record and do a five minute Facebook live? Why do I suddenly transform into this high energy bubbly person on camera? Why am I not that way when I'm throwing the football with my with my son? You know, why am I not that way when I first wake up in the morning? All of those things. And so that was a really hard, but a really great opportunity and indication that it was time for me to dig deep and seeing who I really am and being who I really am at all times. Because now I promise you, you can walk into my kitchen at any moment and I will just go up. I'll just be in my energy. You know what I mean? And doing my thing that whether I have makeup on or not, whether I am on vacation, you know, whatever, or whether I'm on a talk show and talking to somebody, I am the same person. And that 
is who I am. Wow. So you talk about the mic drop moment there, right? We could end the podcast and everyone would get so much value out of it. But no, I want to go deeper there. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I smile even more than before, I don't know if it's possible, because it was speaking to me. That's one thing that I was really good at in my life, not being my authentic self not being me because I was afraid people would judge. I was afraid that if I showed up as me in my professional world, I would be looked down on. If I would be me with my friends, they would not like me and they would walk away. And when I realized that, yes, people will like you in life, people won't won't like you and that's fine, that's life. And you can be yourself and you can bring even more to the table. Wow, I never looked back. And I love what you mentioned because I was where you were as well. And so much more liberating once you give yourself permission to just be you. Just be you. That's it. Yeah. How much easier it gets than that? How much simpler? It's like you don't have to pretend to be these three different people in these three different scenarios or 10 or 15, however many people you seem to be. You just be one person. It doesn't matter if you're on a podcast like we're doing now, if you're on a corporate call, if you're playing with friends, like you said, oh, such a beautiful message and it's so powerful. And I want the audience to really, really look at their life and say, do you show up authentically? in all parts of life. And by the way, I'm still working on that. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but it's getting there because I have less and less fears around it. I don't care if people judge me or not. I mean, judge me, go ahead. That's okay. Because I know who I am. It brings me joy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Lucene. Thank you for being so vulnerable and transparent and sharing your own journey and the clarity that I'm really seeing right now through this conversation is that if we are asking ourselves, who am I? The, the answer, the solution, the opportunity is to come to the conclusion of who I am. So rather than asking, who am I? Let's start the journey of gaining clarity within ourselves of who I am, you know, who I am. This is who I am. And what you said about, you know, we're on the journey, you know, you haven't gotten there. It's not perfect. One thing I've realized is that it's a constant evolution. You know, it's a constant deepening of knowing who I am inside and and building that solidity, building that inner reserve of internal evidence and support and just everything inside that that says who I am. And so allowing ourselves, no, we may not always be there, which by the way, why is that even the goal in the first place? Because when we try to get there and come to this place of, of doneness, if you will, as far as who we are, then what fun is that? Like we have just so short-circuited ourselves and going through these layers of discovering who we are. So first of all, I don't think that's really the goal of getting to this place of perfection as far as knowing who we are and believing in ourselves. We are constantly gathering evidence to support that and backing it up. So, so beautiful because as we grow in our desires, as we have more desires, our belief also has to evolve with it. And when our desires are up here and our belief is down here, that is when there's an inner conflict. So as we give ourselves permission to have dreams, goals, and desires. We also need to give ourselves permission to build that belief and inner resolve and conviction within ourselves. Yes, absolutely. This came to mind now a question. Let's go back to maybe when I started looking at who I am, but more importantly, where you started to look at the question and ask yourself that. Some people that will be listening will be, you know what, this sounds amazing. I want to be where Charles is right now, but I actually don't know where to start. Gosh, that is definitely a loaded one. And what I recommend in the work 
that I do with my clients, a couple things are coming up for me. So the first thing I want to start off by saying is that so often in the personal development, self-improvement space, we are encouraged to write down our strengths, write down our passions, write down essentially the truths about us of what we're good at. However, a lot of times that those truths and being able to recognize and really see those strengths for what they are as strengths, they are oftentimes covered up by a whole bunch of lies and a whole bunch of I'm not good at this. You know, I I can't do it or I tried to do it, but it hasn't worked. So why would I be able to do it now? So just diluted and covered up by so many lies. And so rather than starting with defining who we are by looking at our strengths, I encourage my clients to start looking at the lies, getting to the place within yourself where you can be honest and what BS, you know, what is the inner critic saying to you? How is the inner critic and that negative internal narrative, you know, bashing you today. And even start with like things that you say to yourself. If we just monitor our thoughts for an hour, you know, have you said that you can't do it? Have you said that you're not good enough? Have you said that it's happening for them and not me? Have you said, what have you said? So getting to this place, first of all, where you can objectively look at that without beating yourself up even more and going into that loop, which creates a self-fulfilling, self-fulfilling prophecy when we do that. So first getting to the place where we can be honest with ourselves about what's coming up for us. And the second thing is looking at the lies and what are the can'ts, buts, and why nots and being able to really identify them and unpack them. And then we can worry about the truth and start building a belief later. Love that. Love that. I mean, analogy comes to mind right away, right? If I have a cluttered space, let's say I felt depressed and I didn't clean my office for two weeks and there's food wrappers and bottles everywhere. If I want to get to what's beautiful underneath, I have to clean the garbage. I have to get rid of it. Now I can see it, but I may not see the layers under it. And what you're talking about is exactly that. Look, those negative aspects of you, they keep you from finding who you truly are. And I love that because that's one of the things I did. And what I realized is that we're so good at asking sometimes not the right questions. Like, oh, why am, why am I so incapable of doing this? Why am I so stupid? Why am I filling the blanks? And then your brain is going to be like, well, here's a list because you're asking a question. Well, reframe the question. Maybe you'll get different results. And when I say maybe, I'm smiling. It's not maybe. You'll get different results for sure because you're asking a different question. You're looking for different things. But if what you're looking for is covered in all this, I don't know, decades old conditioning, then you have to look at that first. Start to remove and see, does it still align with you? Do I truly feel I'm stupid? And what I did in my life is I looked at examples of why I'm not. Am I lazy? That came up often, right? Am I not good enough? Who am I to do this or not do this, right? Like you can find examples against it. And that's what it sounds like you, you've been going through as well. And I love that because it's such an important and powerful message to share with, with those that are struggling to get started on this path. Or even if you are parted through it and you haven't really looked at what's kind of sitting on top of your brilliance. Oh, good. I love that analogy that you used. And I feel like so often, let's say our room is dirty, or our thoughts are negative. So often we walk around, what can I do to trick myself into not having that thought today? What can I do to ignore that mess? Can I can I shut the door and walk away? Can I fake it till I make it? Can I just push through this so I don't have to acknowledge that? However, when we can, first of all, allow ourselves to be 
be honest, from a place of neutrality and objectivity. And then secondly, allowing ourselves to acknowledge the mess. What mess is going on inside? There is no shame to it. There is no judgment of it because you're human. You're, you know what I mean? You're, these things are going to come up, especially those who feel like they're called to more. Oh my gosh, that is such a portal and a pathway for this stuff to come up with inside of us. And what it's really doing is begging to be seen and recognized and, and cleaned up. But in order to clean it up, we have to recognize the mess. We have to walk into the room and be like, oh my gosh, there's trash and bottles and clutter laying around. Let's acknowledge our own clutter. Let's acknowledge our own internal negativity from a place of non-shame and non-judgment because that's really where our power is and that's really where the shift comes in. So if we truly want to feel better about ourselves and want to feel worthy, want to feel enough, want to know that we have inherent power and purpose and we are significant, then just really, really, really getting to this place where we can acknowledge our mess without judgment. Woo! So beautiful. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it just gave me this visual picture talking about the room, the mess. It's almost like, let's say I have a diamond ring somewhere in the room and it's full of mess now, so I can't find it, right? That diamond ring represents my true self, those beautiful gifts we all have inside of us. And if I want to find a diamond ring, I can go searching in the mess and I can push the mess around and maybe I'll get lucky and find it. But that mess is still going to be there, which is going to cover all the other diamond rings or gold rings or whatever else is there. So what do we do? If we clean the mess, the way I see it now is I can look around and I can see so many more of those beautiful rings or whatever gifts and tools you have within you. And I love that what you went for that because in my mind, it made it so visual. Oh, so good. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So we know who we are. You realize who you are. Of course, like we said, it's a journey. It's not like you get to it tomorrow and you'll be like, oh my God, I know who I am now. Sure, you'll know layers of yourself, but there's always going to be a journey. You're going to learn, you're going to grow, you're going to uncover more and more layers. So what happened next for you? You left your corporate world, you asked these tough questions, your husband asked a brilliant question, it made you think, what now? So for those listening to apply this stuff, so first of all, let's see, it was six months, six months after I recognized that initial internal conflict within myself that I wanted more, but I didn't feel like I was good enough. It was six months later that I quit my corporate career. And I quit my corporate career because I thought that my answer was going to be, and I'm just going to change my environment. And then I'm magically going to feel good about myself. So I became a stay at home mom. And, and I started a network marketing business. And that was, I don't know, we'll say two and a half years of staying at home and being in network marketing. And at the same time, unpacking who am I? Why don't I believe in myself? Why don't I feel good enough? It was, you know, thousands of dollars, several coaches of just self leading myself into figuring out quote unquote, what was wrong with me, right? Because my initial thought was that something was wrong with me. Okay, so here we are three years later. And I say that because I don't want to give anybody the impression that this was something that happened overnight or in a week. So before I skip ahead, so then once I got to this place of three years had gone by, I'd been doing the inner work, 
and I really recognized a shift within myself. I felt lighter. I felt like I was being more myself and being more authentic, regardless of the people I was around, regardless of the situations. I really felt like I was getting to know myself. I felt connected to who I was. I was just feeling happier and loving life a little bit more. And that's when I gave myself permission to help others in the same way that I had helped myself. And so that was, those were the three, turning points and in my life of, you know, and getting to this place of of helping others. And then it became a whole long journey of like, what exactly does that look like? And here we are seven total years later, you know what I mean? And so really just giving ourselves permission to evolve, giving ourselves permission to ask the hard questions, giving ourselves permission to recognize the lies, and then getting to this place within ourselves. Once we start seeing the truth, once we start experiencing the truth about ourselves, then, you know, what does that mean? Because we aren't here to necessarily live for this world by, you know, by and for ourselves. I firmly believe that the struggles we go through are an opportunity for us to help somebody else who is experiencing those similar struggles. And so for me, my internal struggles that I had been dealing with my my journey of discovering who I am and getting to that place where I was authentic and the same person in the kitchen as I was on the Facebook Live, that turned into a really a calling, a calling, but it doesn't necessarily have to. It can turn into just helping somebody through a conversation or just sharing our insights and our discoveries and our findings with other people. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that you emphasize that it doesn't happen quick, but it can, right? Certain parts will happen quicker than others. And I looked at my journey as well. And once I gave myself permission to, to go chase things I want, things are happening faster. And all I can think of is, oh, I wish, you know, when I was 20 or 25 or even younger or 30 to have someone like yourself in my corner to, to have podcasts like yours or mine to listen to and get the inspiration and the tools and the resources to be able to shorten that duration of how long it takes someone to get to a point. Because I would imagine, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's a question for you more than anything. Once you got past the three-year mark, more or less, you probably every day became better and better, right? Like you, you couldn't wait for the next day. I know that's how I feel inside. So I guess the question is, how does every day feel for you today? Does it feel like, wow, it's a blessing, you know, you're grateful for it because that's how I feel, but I'm curious to see your thoughts. Oh, that's a lot of my favorite questions because I, now I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of work. I continue to do a lot of work. I love the inner work that I do on myself and the self-exploration and the self-discoveries, the self-awareness that I've gained. I can confidently say that I am truly authentic. I am truly in alignment. I am truly satisfied and fulfilled. I truly understand how we create external results by going within ourselves and unleashing the fullness of who we are and bringing the fullness of who we are into our calling as we go within, as we do the inner work, as we discover who we are and we connect to that inherent power. There is this beautiful fluid. My brain is definitely working faster than my words. But there's this beautiful fluidity that naturally comes out of us. And it's just so beautiful in how things align and how things show up. And honestly, life is full of surprises. It blows my mind every single day just how things things just have a way of working out. Solutions just come to me. Things just 
things just happen and it's beautiful and it's delicious and it's exciting. And it's at the same time, it's not about the external. It's about the internal. The more we go inside, the more we dig, the more we get to know who we are, the more we step into our inherent power. That internal is just in so many ways that is a beautiful physical manifestation and an alignment and a reflection of that. And so I truly live by the law of correspondence, the universal law of correspondence. So within, so without that who I am on the inside, the genuine, authentic, walking in my alignment, walking in my calling that person, it shows my external and, and it's beautiful. And it's so different than I thought this world works. I thought it was all about the external. I thought it was all about getting to myself, getting myself to the external and hanging the external on a pedestal as a, oh, I was so wrong. And I'm thankful I was so wrong. Yes, yes. And look at the beauty. Now you get to share your discoveries with the rest of the world. And I love that you brought it up earlier as well Is give yourself permission to share your journey and be authentic with others. Because that's one thing I realized the hard way, maybe perhaps or too late in life. Well, there's no such thing as too late, but later in life is that whatever struggles I went through, whatever challenges I went through and overcame, other people are going through those at this moment in time. So why not? give back? Why not help those that are where you were a minute ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, right? And I love that message there. And the second message you had that was really, really powerful that I want to reemphasize is this idea that it just has a way of turning out okay. I mean, look at your life. You are okay where you are right now, regardless of the traumas and everything that happened in your life. If you're here listening to this, and you're in this life, it turned out okay. Sure, it may not have turned out as amazing as you'd hope yet, but you can make that happen. Mm, so good. So good. And something I want to add on to that, Constantine, is that, okay, let's say you haven't seen the results, all the results that you want, right? Maybe you haven't gotten, I don't know, have, maybe you haven't earned all the money that you want to make. Maybe you haven't gained all the followers you want to have. Maybe, you know, your desires haven't come to full fruition. It's not about that. It is not about that. It's about the feeling inside of you with the alignment and knowing the inevitability that it is there, it is available, and it is coming to you and not needing to see it in order to know that it's happening. That is where the power is. That's where the joy and the satisfaction each and every moment is because you know what's on the table. You know what's coming for for you. You know, you just know, no, no. <laughs> And funny enough, you mentioned that's another big aha moment of mine. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't know that or didn't allow myself to know that before. And you and I having a project management background in projects, at least the ones I've been managing myself, you need to know all the variables. You need to think way ahead. You need to have prefixed expectations and everything else around it. That's how project management works. But in life, you can be a lot more flexible. You don't have to put boxes around whatever you, you dream of. It will happen. And I love the fact that you said, you know it's going to be great because now you're following your heart. Now you're being yourself. Now you're changing who you are. And so it's reflected outside. So enjoy the journey and think about how you'll make it happen from here to the end. And when that lesson came to me, it literally shook me because I was always someone that wanted to control everything along the way. And I still do to some degree, but I'm working on it. But it's like, realize that yes, this will be great because you're putting everything into it. Now, how great and how you're going to get there, that's up to you. But that, enjoy the moment. Such a big lesson. And I love that you brought it up because the more people I talk to, the more I realize we all struggle with that aspect in one way or another. Yes, you're so, you're so, so right. And honestly, I'm at the place 
within myself that I don't want to know. I don't want to know because being surprised by life, seeing how things just, okay, a VP of client relations for a well-known talk show in the New York area randomly reached out to me and asked me to be on the show. That joy, that like out of nowhere, okay, that was internally, I know that, but then to physically experience, it's just something that I don't want to know before I go into it because then that's when we shortchange ourselves. We cut ourselves off. We deny and deprive ourselves the joy, satisfaction, fulfillment, and worthiness and deliciousness of life. And so when we can get to that place where we don't want to know, but we internally know, but it's truly so beautiful, so magical and such an incredible way to live. Absolutely. I agree with you. And I mean, what comes to mind, and again, this is a place I used to be in as well, is in the knowing, in the wanting to know, you inadvertently will put conditions around it. You'll put a box around it because you're like, oh, I want this to be this way because that's all I know right now, which means that the opportunity, for example, that came up in your life may not have come up because maybe you weren't open to it. Maybe you wouldn't have the contacts that would lead you to that. Maybe something else will happen. It's almost like I always use this analogy. It's like I'm a horse. I have my blinders on. I only see my destination in that path and then everything outside of it, I'm going to miss out on. And there are some amazing things I'm going to miss out on. So how about I don't put a box? I don't use my current and of course my old beliefs to put a box around what my future should be like. And that's uh, what I'm sure from you as well. So good. Oh my God. It's such a powerful conversation. And I know it's going to just really resonate and support your audience in so many amazing ways. So I'm so excited for you and I both to get comments and messages on what comes up for them and how they're loving it and how it speaks for them and portals that they would like to cross in order to come to this place of inner solidity and inner knowing and giving themselves permission. Oh, so good. And giving yourself permission is such a big one. I know we keep coming back to that. And I guess I would ask the audience because I ask myself this and I ask my friends as well as if you're not giving yourself permission to do whatever you want, then who is going to give it to you? And see what that, see what comes up. I'm telling you, when I asked myself the question, I didn't like what came up. Because from my perspective, if we're waiting for someone to give us permission, if we're looking to our spouse, looking to our family, our friends, our followers, whatever it is to give ourselves permission, then we are giving them our power. We're allowing them to have more power over our lives than us having power over our own lives. And just me and saying that, I'm sure, you know, you're thinking conceptually and from an intellectual level, like that doesn't make sense. I don't want to give anybody else more power over my own life, but we do that and we can do that. And the example that you just gave is if you're waiting for somebody to give you permission and if you're looking for that permission. So let's recognize that. Let's let's into it. Absolutely. I mean, to me, it makes sense as to why we as humans do that from a psychological point of view, but also as a human point of view, we grow up needing to be safe and not knowing anything. So we look outwards to learn, right? We go to school and there's certain things that our thought was regardless of what part of the world you're in. So then you are trained from a very young age to always look external for the answers. And again, that's another big lesson I learned is that the answers are all within you. Like all of us are so amazing and having so much information in, but we don't necessarily access it because, you know, stuck on my phone all the time or looking externally for validation or asking people, right? That's going to prevent you from finding all those answers. And once you come to the realization yourself, 
you cannot go back. Honestly, you cannot. We continue learning and growing and never stopping and looking back and seeing how far we've come. I think that's so beautiful to see and be like, yeah, you know what? I'm better than I was yesterday, than a year ago, 10 years ago, and so much to learn there. But as we're coming up on the hour here, we've talked about so much valuable stuff already. Let's tell the audience a bit more about your podcast, where they can find you if they want to work with you, if they want to check you out. Yeah, absolutely. So for those listening, if you resonated with my story with the portals and the growth that I have achieved, if you will, within myself, I am here as a resource and as a support for you. Seeing your inner brilliant, a podcast, the essence of it is to normalize our big dreams and our big desires that we are called for more and also normalizing the internal struggles that we will inevitably encounter along the way. And so getting to that place of minimizing that shame that we feel within ourselves for for feeling those internal struggles and encountering them. So that, yeah, seeing your inner brilliance. I have other programs available for resources and, and helping somebody, but seeing your inner brilliance and also connecting with me on Instagram are really two great places. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Chelsea. And before I let you go, today and we'll let the audience go i know there's one more piece of wisdom you want to share what what is it it's something that maybe haven't touched on but it feels really important oh my goodness fully just like putting it out there leaving it open to the table allowing what is coming up within me to come up so thank you constantine for putting me in that space let's see the thing that's coming up for me to share right now is really encouraging somebody, whoever listening right now, becoming the fullness of who you are, getting to know yourself, leaning into it, really peeling back those layers of of your power, of just what you can do, achieve and accomplish in this world. I feel so strongly compelled to encourage you to embark on that journey, to embrace Race that journey. And I know that there can sometimes be things from our past. There can be so many lies, like I mentioned. There can be so much, you know, fear and uncertainty surrounding that and even cloudiness of what, what exactly does that look like? And I promise from my experience as well as my clients that just setting that intention that you're going to allow yourself to become your authentic self, to become the fullness of who you are. Just having that intention, life has a beautiful way of lining up the resources of what that looks like. So try not to lean into the tendency of wanting to know the details and the how of what that looks like. And just holding that intention that you becoming you and who you're made to be so good it's the it's the best thing that you can ever do not only for yourself but also for all of the relationships of the people that you encounter because as you work on yourself as you grow into yourself as you unleash yourself into who you really are it has a ripple effect on the people around you on the people you touch and that that is legacy that is changing the world that is bringing light to this world and raising it up in ways that are unimaginable what a beautiful and amazing way to end this Chelsea, thank you for the wisdom. And I cannot agree more with it. So, so well said. Thank you so much. Thank you to the audience for listening to us. Yes, please reach out to either Chelsea or myself or both of us. Let us know what you've gotten out of this podcast and how you are going to become you in everything you do in life. So thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Constantine. Thank you 
so much for joining us on this exploration of personal transformation. Your presence and engagement are at the heart of what we do, and I sincerely appreciate you, your time and thirst for knowledge, inspiration and empowerment. Please consider showing your support by hitting like, subscribe, leaving a comment or writing a review. Your engagement not only fuels our mission, but also helps others discover these insights. For more daily guidance on personal transformation across the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical realms, be sure to visit our website at unleashthyself.com. You can also find us on Instagram at unleashthyselftoday, TikTok and YouTube at unleashthyself, and there we post daily content designed to inspire and empower you on your journey. If you have any specific thoughts, questions, or feedback, I truly value your input. Or if you'd like to have a conversation with me, or work with me, please feel free to email me directly at constantine at unleashthyself.com. I would love to hear from you. Together, we're building a community united in authenticity and purpose. Once again, thank you for being a part of this movement. Until next time, continue to embrace your true self and live a life on purpose, with purpose. See you in the next episode.